Good morning. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. Your ticket to your best life with your host, author, Kathy Anello, and artist, Tim Escoma. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning, Kathy? Oh, hi. Well, gosh, it's such a loaded question in January how I am because I'm so many different things. But uh, right now, today, uh, we're recording on the, the morning of the full moon. I think it's full in like three or four hours in the East Coast. Uh, and everybody I've talked to in the last 24 hours when I say, how are you? They're like, I'm tired. <laughs> Yeah, I concur 100%. I didn't go to bed till like one o'clock last night. And I woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah. It's so funny how it really affects people. You know, uh, I don't think people really realize that it is a very powerful force. And uh, it changes people's moods and attitudes and wave functions and all that stuff. This is the uh, full moon in Leo, which... Again, a lot of letting go and a lot of courageous moves and stuff that need to happen. Uh, but but the t- back to the tired thing, I feel like when it, we've also had days and days of rain, you know, which can often just bring you into this place of kind of cold, dark hibernation, almost like a bear. Like, I really, truly understand the bear mentality. I swear to God, like, I'm, I'm out. I'll see you in a few weeks, maybe six or seven, and I am just going to go hibernate and emerge with this new mentality. I mean, it's actually as uh, instinctual as it is for a bear. There's got to be some part of that mentality in our own selves. I agree. And I I think that uh, during the winter, fall, I tend to stay inside a lot more. I know it's cold outside and that lends to wanting to stay inside um but i get a lot of rest that i need and then i I get recharged and you know technically like a tree it goes dormant in the fall right the leaves fall off and then it's just like it's doing inside work and i think that that's a great thing uh so i'm just doing some inside work right now uh cleaning the house, making sure everything's yeah. nice, doing lots of fun stuff like that and keeping keeping my spirits high because usually this time of year I get a little down because it's raining, but I uh, haven't had that experience yet and I'm, I think I'm going to clear that one this year. Yeah. I mean, it's so, it's so interesting because like January, you know, like there's such a high in November and December. Like you have holidays and family and renewal of all the love you feel for people and gifts and celebrations and joy and fun. And there's a lot of it in like a six week period, you know, that happens from Thanksgiving to Christmas or New Year's. And and then the new year hits and your wallet's a little shorter or tighter because you've spent a lot of money in those last six weeks. And then you're looking towards taxes and you're like, holy F, I've got taxes in 12 weeks, you know, that are due and property taxes that are due if you're a homeowner. And there's so many things that hit you that maybe that's why we just are tired and want to retreat. We're just like, ah, I can't deal. That's just an interesting thing. But, but back to the full moon, I just wanted to say that 
obviously this is not going to come out today, but when people are listening to this, you might think back to Thursday, January 25th and be like, oh, I remember that I was feeling off. And then when the full moon passes like two days from now, which will be like Saturday or Sunday, you're going to wake up and feel different. And we're going to be heading into February, which is a different vibe than January. It's totally. so trippy. Totally. <laughs> it's just get so ready. trippy. Yeah. Get ready for Valentine's Day, y'all. It's coming up. Approach it oh. quick. Wow, Valentine's. I was thinking, like, I, I think we talked about it last week, that, uh, you know, we did a, we've done a couple Valentine's Day shows. And, like, I was thinking, like, what would our Valentine's, now that we both are in relation with people, what would our Valentine's Day be this year? Yeah. So just... Just take, yeah, just take that thought. And listeners, if you have any ideas, shoot me a, a Facebook message. But uh, one of the things I was wondering is when you're single, you do things a certain way, right? Like your whole life, especially depending on how long you've been single. I mean, there's people that have been single for 20 years. So like, how do they conform their life, right? So I was just thinking like, how do people live together? Like, literally, how do you, like, I was watching this video last night of a guy who's been living in Michigan, and his girlfriend's been living in Tennessee, and for two years, they've been long distance, and he FaceTimes her, and he's like, I have a surprise for you, moving to Tennessee, and she's ecstatic, like, she's like, oh my god, I get you every day, da 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 and I was like, thinking in my mind, what a huge transition. Big, big <laughs> transition. So just, I you know, side note. <laughs> I, I know that uh, you, as soon as you bring someone into your house or they bring you into theirs, I believe that the, the, the status of compromise becomes a reality where you have to be willing to give a little bit, to get a little bit, you know, and it's totally different than the single mentality where you can do whatever the you want, <laughs> whenever the you want, you just do it, do right. it, do it. But then you have this being that is with you. And instead of just one head, you have two heads and everyone's thinking differently. Everyone wants something different. I mean, hopefully everyone chooses wisely in their partnership profiles because that eliminates <laughs> some of the uh, For sure. and uncomfortability. And, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You have to vibe uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but it, it's like a, sacrifice it's worth it type of situation you know and having someone there for you having warm meals prepared for you after a 15 hour day it's yeah. awesome i love it and you know i i feel like it's a very reciprocal thing in my situation where i give a lot and so does she and it feels it that. feels wonderful it you know it is work to some extent you know you're having to Sometimes I just want to shut off at the end of the day and I have to, I have to listen still, you know, I'm still on and I know that I catch myself getting flustered, but I always am just like, take a deep breath, bro. Like everything's fine. <laughs> and I'm sure that lots of people out there that are listening have felt the same way at some point in time, long day, and they just, they're done. I'm, I'm complete. I feel that awfully, actually often at the end of my day, I don't have a lot left in my body. And 
I found myself even more now than ever. I come home and I just want that silence for an hour, that quiet, that, that non-engaged mentality, because when you engage in whatever work you do, you could be in a restaurant business, you could be, you know, a, a tax preparer, you could be a lot of different things or retail, you know, where you're constantly having to relate to people all day long and be on all day long. Uh, so that to have that shut off is really important. And so that comes back to my original question. How do people do this? How do you uh, just on a Valentine's Day note, like, of course, you're so happy of your lover, you're just in love, like there's so many great emotions that go with love and passion and 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 wanting to do right for your partner, you know, and wanting to be there for them. Uh, but there's just those little moments like that where you're like, wow, I have to listen. Or I I mean, and this is just an honest conversation. It's not bad or good. It's just that yeah. it's a, for, for people who have been single, who are now not single, it is a transition and an adjustment. And one that sometimes I just observe myself and I don't know that I've ever really known how to, you know, a hundred percent be in because I've never a hundred percent been in. That makes you sense. Like there was always yeah. that little piece of, even if I was in, I wasn't in. <laughs> one foot out the bed, one foot out the door. I don't know to relate to that, but yeah, like, well, this might be too honest of a conversation, but here we are. <laughs> oh, I, it's harmless. And you know, we have nothing yeah. but love for our, our partners and, uh, <laughs> They know that I'm, I'm just expressing yeah. myself a little bit and, and, you know, being, being honest. And I think that's what the best part of the show is, is that we just get a little moment to take a deep breath, reflect and, uh, you know, confer with a friend that that is something that is a thing going from one state of being single to another state of being, which is, a you know, like now I'm living in a dualist life where I have, dual like two families to appease i have two two brothers or two sisters or whatever the case may be right right you start caring about other people too in a way that you you know they weren't in your life and now all of a sudden you're like you know feeling caring for the extended family as well like there's a lot absolutely into that uh all of a sudden your heart's a little bit bigger with more people and uh you know and and if there if something's happening to some like your partner's family member, you're also right there with them as if it's happening to you. You know, absolutely. And it's just so interesting how that happens. The inter uh, dynamics of the fibers connecting with people. I don't know. It's just like I'm all cosmic now. But no, that <laughs> you, you've absolutely nailed it. Right? Like it just expands our sphere of like love. It gives more in you have, you know, you have split time now rather than singular time. If you got to go visit dad on one side, then you got to go visit mom and dad on the other side or whatever the case may be. And so it's like, it's divergent. It kind of splits your time up a little bit, but I think that it's in, in reality, it's like a very good thing for, for us to do. Well, it's a very natural thing. Okay, here's like the big thing about this. Oh, God, why am I having these downloads? But relation is how the world evolves, right? Like from like you can't 
sit alone in your house for a hundred years and anything has happened will happen you have to go out you have to relate you have to find those people to light you up or even break your heart to have experiences of of life of living so it's it, it's you know a natural part of our life but when you get your heart broke or you find yourself in a situation where you're just like i'm not really you know, feeling it for anyone. Uh, you can tend to just live in your little bubble. And then if you do, that bubble starts to break. You have to find it and the new you emerges. And I think there's that time, that limit, little space where you're, you know, shout out Nancy Levin. She calls it the space between no longer and not yet. Mm. Yeah. And there's that little space where it's like, I'm not that person anymore. And I don't know who or what is coming, but I'm in this space where I'm transitioning into whatever's next. It's so trippy to me. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like partnership is all about, uh, I I think it's very funny that we're just on this subject right now, but but (laughs) partnership is, is typically where someone makes you want to be better or you naturally are being better because that person is in your life or you have new circumstances, new, new invigoration to live, new, new fire for life or whatever the case may be. And I would say that I am better. I am better today than I was a year ago. I'm better today than I was six months ago. I am feeling so good about all, all the things. And it, it all stems from relation. And you said that, you know, like relations uh, allow us to get things done. And that's, that goes for business, work, Mm -hmm. pleasure, you know, all those things. It requires a two-party system. I'm sure (laughs) that in the future that someone will be able to sit on their computer and never leave their house because I know I'm just saying uh, that, that you will be able to have a full on like friendships throughout the world, throughout the universe that just take place via your computer. And I I sincerely hope that that's a long way down the road, but I was reading this article about uh, virtual reality (laughs) goggles and stuff like that and how they're, it's a slow process, but it's like this next big thing for meta with the oculuses and that it allows people to play video games with each other all over the world. And they don't even know, it can't even see each other and they're best friends. And I'm like, well, wild, wild. Well, I mean, that can happen. You can have, you know, an emotional relationship with someone. You see it happen all over, all over every place. People who meet online, they're like, Oh, they'll, I, people have dropped their lives to go meet somebody they never even knew because of this emotional technological relationship that sparked some feeling in them that they hadn't been feeling, you know, whether it's because they were alone or they're in an unhappy relationship or whatever it is. And it all boils down to just wanting to feel better, you know, wanting to feel connected, wanting to feel understood, wanting to feel under, you know, like held loved, all those things. And that is, that is the essence of humanity is wanting to be understood. I feel like, and wanting to be loved 
of course, that one comes into to mind always. And I, I feel like through relation, you can get both those things, but you could also get neither of those things too, <laughs> right? True, Let's yeah. just hope that our audience chooses wisely uh, on that subject. Well, you know, I think that from a single place, you, you, you are living in a place of some of your needs are unmet, right? So unmet needs, you know, you have these needs that that you want, whether it's, you know, just to have dinner with somebody, you know, and, and enjoy a show together or laugh That's together. a huge and thing. It, huge it's thing. huge. And when you're, when you're by yourself, even if you're having that great checkout time, it's also that there's always something like, Oh, you know, I'd love to be cooking for two or whatever, you know? So I think that connection, I guess what I'm trying to say is that connection is life. And yeah. so, so even if you're feeling afraid to connect or to let go of this this no longer, you know, in between that not yet, like to just smoothly go through and, and keep in the forefront that connection is what keeps us alive. Absolutely. You know, I know that when I was single, I I can cook and I can cook pretty well. And um, I love I love <laughs> to cook. I make delicious food. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're single, the the need, desire, and want to cook for yourself sometimes is zero, which yeah. tends to eating bad habits, right? Like eating out, going to fast food, whatever the case may be. And with being in a relationship, it gives you that drive to like cook that bomb meal because you're going to share it with someone. And that, that right. also is a very interesting thing like food is meant to be shared right Uh like yes and -hmm. if you cook a delicious meal it is meant to be shared not just with yourself but with other people like i think i think about that all the time um how now when i am in the kitchen like i i want to make it i want to make it delicious because i have someone else that gets to like experience it with me and say how good it is <laughs> well it goes back to a story i've told probably a hundred times on this podcast but how you prepare a meal how you fold somebody's laundry how you uh tidy up their you know for them or whatever it is 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 the level of love like so when you're preparing a meal for somebody and there's like a little you know a little mint thing on it or you're making a sandwich and the lettuce is placed perfectly and you slice it diagonally and you put it in the baggie and you know like whatever it is it is an expression of love you know Absolutely. i don't even know how we got to this side but i do believe and cooking uh is if you love to cook you love to i love to cook like i love to cook but i have a really tiny kitchen so give me a big kitchen and nobody talking to me and I let me prepare like some wonderful from scratch meal. And I'm, I'm there. Like, give it, give me some of that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm into it. Major. Uh, so let me ask you a quick question. Cause you're, yes. uh, you're, you're living with somebody. So I just remember, and, and I've talked to many people about this one question that people in coupleships ask all the time. What's for dinner? <laughs> And you know what's so funny is like I know what's for dinner tonight because two nights ago I made I made this uh, pot roast. It was uh, oh yum. Mm. It's like a Mississippi pot roast, and so it's got pepperoncinis in it and a ranch packet and some au jus. Wow. And you put put it on top and you put it on low. 
super delicious, very, very um, tasty. So anyways, the goal was we were going to make that and then have stroganoff out of the beef. So it's like already cooked, already super tender, oh, already yeah. super delicious. And uh, Emily used to be a manager at Taste Buds. And so she learned and also brought to Taste Buds all of these amazing recipes. And wow. uh, yeah. so it, it'll be... Uh, like a vegan sauce, but with good with old fashioned beef in there. Uh, see, nothing that's... like a vegan recipe with bacon in it. You know, it's the best. No, but I just remember like what was for dinner, and then I, it the relationship I was in at the time. I'd be like, whatever you want. Like I never had a voice in what I was going to eat. Just true story. I mean, obviously, I did on some levels, I'm sure, but I remember always just saying whatever you want to have for dinner. And then we would have whatever he wanted to have for dinner. And <clears throat> now I find myself like, really like, I'll start my day and I'll be like, uh, I think I'm going to make fried chicken with broccolini tonight. And, you know, and I have this thought of what I'm going to have for dinner. And I enjoy that because I love getting home and making myself dinner and sitting down and having it. There's, that's like a process that I enjoy. And I just think that now in relationship. I mean, it's just, just such a different relationship, but I actually will say, oh, oh, you're coming up Saturday. I'm going to make da-da-da-da-da. And I want to do that. And even if he didn't like that, he, he would probably tell me, but like, it's like, I want to just be more forthcoming with what my, what I want to do, how I want to cook. But I'm just saying in a lot of relationships, and I think people relate to the what's for dinner question, you could probably, what if you answered, I would like Caesar salad with chicken. Can you grill it, please? And can you throw a little bit of lemon on that? And also, can you pick up some French bread from the da-da-da-da-da? And don't forget the butter. You know, like we, that's how you need to be. I wasn't ever that way, but I love that mentality of just being like, you know, every other day, like, speak up. What do you want for dinner? It's your turn, you know, and yeah. make it a fun thing and not be like, uh. for me, it was always like a really stressful thing. I always um, jump into the kitchen. I have some very specialty items that I make. I make this orange sauce tofu with crispy tofu, which is super good. And it's just baked bomb. And um, <laughs> I'm so not a tofu. <laughs> oh, it, you you would love it, honestly, because it's marinated. It's flattened. It's dried. It's like all this stuff. And then um, it, this orange sauce is so good. It mm -hmm. makes it makes a uh, Panda's Express and orange chicken look like a joke. You which can start is sharing some recipes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If any anyone wants this recipe, reach out to me. I'll I'll definitely give it to you. I have perfected it, uh, and I have it written down on my board downstairs. That's like the the thing. So, um, but I always try and make an effort, even if I'm working really hard, to help prepare meals. So it's not just all on my partner. Um, granted, she's an amazing cook. I'm super grateful for all the meals that she prepares. Oh God, sometimes just after a long day, there's nothing like it, like dinner's ready. I'm like, I love <laughs> right? it. Dinner's ready is a good thing too. We're so funny. This is a hilarious conversation. Yeah, well, it's so funny because like when I was single, I'd come home and there'd be nothing at like maybe, and I'd have to be like, what am I gonna do for dinner now? And I seriously some... had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich the other night for dinner. Did you really? 
I'm like, yeah, I'm not there. Like I can't, I got, you know, obviously busy, busy long days. I just was like, so anyways, the whole moral of the story is transition, you know, and, and, and that's one, just one piece of the transition. There's so many other transitions that are made when you, when you merge two people. Yeah. And it's a, Super, super beautiful thing. Super grateful for the experience. Super grateful for the wonderful person that's in my life. And same, you know, same. I'm just feeling super grateful today. So, thankful. Thankful. so Kathy, okay. let's let's talk about our resolutions. Let's see where you're at. Let's just do a little check in. I hope everyone that's listening is still on the resolution kick, being resolute in their decisions to be better than they were a year ago okay well i'm sad to report that i did not go to the gym this week at all oh that's okay and i I will in my defense just say hey it's the last week of january it is of all the 52 weeks of the year besides april 15th this is the busiest week for me because of all the end of year reporting requirements that are due on tuesday and so um I would have thought I was better on task, but but then you get in there and you don't balance. You have to spend hours looking for why you don't balance, you know, and it's somebody else's work and you're just trying to just, huh. So in my defense, um, I haven't had a chance to do that. I would probably say I'm a flat, flat zero since we last spoke on any resolutions except for morning meditation. Oh, that's good. We got one. Uh, yeah. And, um, watching a show on television at night, you know, being able to tune in or tune out for an hour. Um, I've been probably a 60% on that. Like there's some nights I just didn't even care what was on TV, just kind of mulling around. So no, I'm probably a, a, a thank you for the kick in the ass because yeah, that's no. really what I need to like get back on track. And I already was like, Ooh, should I go to booty tonight? You know, like seriously. Absolutely. You should go yeah. to booty. I know. Um, you know, I, I know it's a challenge out there because there's so much, we get pushed and pulled in so many different directions. And um, I I have done exceptionally well this yeah. this year so far. Um, I haven't had a drink, didn't don't want to drink, which is great. That feels that. amazing. Uh, 14 pounds now. And I think I was at 11 our last show. And uh, I totally have not been to the gym but i have been moving ladders and like running up and down ladders the other day i looked on my phone and it said i did 33 flights of stairs and um i was just running up and down a ladder and painting a house you know it's like yeah that's a lot it's a lot of work and uh i have not been to the gym but i've been making really uh being very decisive about what i'm going to eat how much i'm going to eat and like taking care of that aspect of it. So that's good. Um, I've been working on these programs that I was told or not told, but that I need to work on. And I'm feeling pretty good this year still about my resolutions. And I and and you know, remember Kathy, we said that we weren't gonna beat ourselves up for not right. doing right. it. And I I think that. This is a perfect example of count your victories, not your losses, and just keep counting the victories. And every day, hopefully, the victories outweigh the losses. Well, I'll be bluntly honest. 
because, you know, obviously on this podcast, I tend to be. Uh, I was thinking about the food, the food part and the exercise part that like is in the one little left corner of my vision board that I just have not like so many things on my vision board have happened and are is still in process in, in a really fantastic way. And there's this one corner, which is my health and fitness corner that really just isn't manifesting. And I just looked at that this morning and then I was getting dressed and I was like looking in the mirror and I'm like, if you don't like what you see, you, me, I have the power. I am the only person with the power to go to the gym, to stop eating sugar, to not drink, to, to do whatever it takes to go to that mirror and be like, I like what I see. And I'm not beating myself up in like self-image or anything like that. Obviously, I feel like for my age, I'm doing okay, but I could be better. And I know it because I've been better, you know, physically. Totally. So it was just a moment of, and I said out loud, Kathy, if you want things to change, you're the only person that can change them. So I would just say that that was just an epiphany this morning that I had getting dressed because I thought, I want to be happy with what I see. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. That's the that's the point that I got to. I mean, like I was weighing 200 pounds and I can feel it in my body. I have a, a knee that is, I tore when I was 18 years old, ACL and meniscus. And when I get a little too heavy, my knee starts hurting more often, more frequently. Right. It's like putting a pressure on it. And uh, I just... You know, sometimes I need a catalyst and the catalyst is the beginning, beginning of the year, even though I feel like yeah, spring is probably the real beginning, like winter is the, you know, fall, winter, and then spring is it, but there's nothing like getting a jump start on, <laughs> on everything. Um, and every day when I wake up, I, I feel a little bit better and I'm very excited because the, the thing that we need to remember is it takes us a long time to get in these situations where we find ourselves today, you know? And so we have to give ourselves a little slack, a little leeway. However, it does take constant attention. So when we decide that this is it, this is what we're doing and staying on point, staying focused on that goal, on that mission is the best thing you can do for yourself. It's like a gift that you get to give to yourself. Yeah. And um, so just working away, staying positive, you know, counting the victories every little day. There's always something to be, you know, graciously grateful for and understand that these victories, even though it's just meditation at this point in time, it's going yeah. to ex ex expand. <laughs> and <sighs> I, I, I do know what it's like to have heaps of work around you yeah. and be exhausted at the end of the day. I can only imagine. I look over Emily's books sometimes and she's very good, but it is so much work. They make it so confusing to do anything. And I can only imagine what you go through looking at someone's stuff and then looking for the the balancing error. Yeah. Which which maybe only be 150 bucks or something like but that. But you and still have to find it. <laughs> trying to figure out where that is in a whole yeah. year of receipts and all that stuff. Oh, I mean, come on. So give yourself that. some, give yourself some leeway here. Um, okay. it's, it's, I have, I want to tell you guys one more story. So 
on the health and fitness part, my friend Carrie, who I used to do this podcast with, and I were having a discussion about it, about that. And she was like, you know, at this point in our life, you know, it's just about health. It doesn't matter what we look like. It's really just about what's inside and how we're doing. And so like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> three days later, I in Instagram and I get these pictures of these women in super great bodies, black bathing suit, bikini, you know, like five different shots of the, the same girl in, in different bathing suits. And I send her the picture and I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure it's not about the body? Like, because at the end of the day, like, I was like, no, nah, actually it might be about the body. <laughs> so I just thought it was a cute, funny story for a girl of mine. <laughs> Where yeah. I'm at in my life. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. anyways, I got to run off and do taxes now because it oh, is January 25th. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being and showing up today. And until uh, next week. Much love. Many blessings, y'all. Please share, like, subscribe, do anything, any of those things. And we would love you forever. Actually, Ever. we already did. But anyways, <laughs> you guys have a great day. Talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>